<laughs> Welcome back, Chuck. Am I allowed to say good morning? You're allowed to say good morning. You never let me start first. <laughs> well, I want people to know that you're back. Welcome to the Sunday edition of the Inside Outside, guys. This is the inside guy taking the lead here because my partner, you know, was tongue-tied temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shy. But we are thrilled to be with you on this Sunday morning in spring, almost summer. I'm just so happy the weather is, is decent. Fix your phone, would you? I got it. That was you. I don't know how to make mine ding. I got a call from my brother a week ago, and he's telling me they got snow on the ground, and I looked out the window. We did not have snow, so I was a happy camper. Oh, okay, your brother. Yeah, not your in brother Florida. Florida. Not I'm that going, one. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they actually down in southern Ohio, they had some snow on the ground. I got friends down there. And they can have it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I am agree. so happy. Now, this Tuesday, they're saying it. it's supposed to be at like 80 on Tuesday, not yeah. super sunny, and then How cool. drop it out again. Enjoy that one day, right? Yep, well, I'm figuring every degree that we get toward 80 or whatever warms the ground and that warmth stays there for a while so if it's cold the next day so what things are greening up yep we're definitely headed the right direction we are getting some my new grass seed is growing my fertilizer's taking that's next for me <laughs> is it uh, well it's on the process i'm getting that project we're, we're moving along buddy i know it. actually i was days. talking to a golf course superintendent yesterday who indicated that they have not been putting seed out in all the divots because uh, the ground's been too cold to germinate. Right, right. Now, again, where I am, luckily, I've I've had great success with it over the last couple of weeks, but it was interesting to hear him say that. You know, they've got all these divots because they played late last year. The weather was good. They played into Thanksgiving last year. You know, I'm thinking about you're going to be able. You may be able to actually golf this year, I aren't know you? It. I'm so excited. Well, you remember, you know, there's a new golf course or an old golf course opening, reopening up, very soon. Atlas. Oh, Atlas, are they? Yes. Atlas Valley. Yes, it, they're uh, um, uh, public course now. It used to be private public. So yeah, we cool. got to hit that. Yeah, JD and Joel. I, know, and I am. I am excited. <laughs> it's gonna be a good year. It is gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good year for construction. It's gonna be a good year for for any DIYers out there. And there's a lot of them out there. And housing starts uh, were up again last month nationally. Chuck, if we yep. had the labor, if we had twenty oh. percent more labor, you'd see so many more houses going up. Yeah, so many more houses going. With this real estate market, the builders would be stupid not to put as many houses out there as they could oh, right now. If they can find the the dirt. They're the, going to build a house. Yeah, 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 because they know it's going to be sold before it's even yeah, finished. Even with the cost of lumber, you right? Know? Yeah, it is. And and the only thing holding that back is labor. Yep. I mean, that, it's a, if the labor was there, even the cost of lumber wouldn't matter as much because it'd be able to be uh, figured out in the price. Well, and money's still cheap. It's just going to be rolled into the price like it always has been. Yep. But we think that's going to sustain for as many years as mortgage rates stay good. I guess that's the way to look at it, right? Yes. Dave Rigger just said he didn't know we golfed. He wants to go golf with us. We're down. Well, we golf is a, is a relative term, David. That's true. We have clubs. We hit balls. Now, I've seen Chuck golf really good, and you actually got an ace a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. But you had the ugliest swing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know you, you look like an old hunchback over, over top of that ball. And every once in a while, you hit a good one. <laughs> I know. And I enjoy every one of them. Me too. I have a lot of fun. I love it. It's a good game. You, yeah. We, we could talk about memories, but we're we'll going to talk about We'll have to, Mr. Housing. Rieger. We'll have to get out there. 
And we've got Mr. Stoskoff calling yes. to talk about next weekend. We're excited about that. Yes, already. the home show's back next weekend, and we're excited about it. Oh, really am. Been a long time coming, man. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It has been. And he teased, uh, sent me a text yesterday and teased us that said he may have a, a certain code that people out there can use to get some complimentary tickets. Tickets to the home show? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's coming up about 10.30? Yes, sir. All right, looking forward to that. And, yes, sir. And we're going to remind you all while you're sitting there with your calendars in front of you that, again, next weekend we'll be in Novi at the uh, home show. And we're going to be there. Uh, well, we'll probably show up Friday, but we'll be broadcasting Saturday and Sunday as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Along with all of our, our team partners, we're going to have contractors row there. Bunch of team partners. Bunch of team partners. We want everyone to come out and say hi. We want to see you. Like I said, we haven't had one of these since January of 2020. So it's time to get out there, buddy. Yes, it is. I'm excited about that. And then we're going to be taking your calls during the show today. We've been fielding a ton of email questions uh, in the past week and a lot of good ones. We'll be talking about a few of them that we think are germane to uh, a lot of people, one of which is our article uh, Friday in uh, the Detroit News was on deck specifying and deck specifications. Wasn't that the one Friday? That was a week ago Friday, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've lost a week. I'm looking at you going, huh? Thanks. Retaining walls. Thank you. Retaining walls. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepers. Jeepers. <laughs> Well, you every, know, time, every time my kids hear you say Jeepers, they make a comment about it. <laughs> hey, it's better than what I oh, would have true. said years ago. <laughs> it, well, I was thinking in the context of that article on the decks, we, um, we've had several emails. A lot of people do, are uh, working on their decks as DIY projects, which generally speaking we would not suggest, but pe some people are able to do it. Yep. But what are the common ways to attach deck posts is an issue we need to address moving forward with everybody out there that's a DIYer. So we'll come back to that and explain uh, it. Explain it? Explain it. <laughs> so earlier this week we had uh, an email, and it was from Marie from FSM, Groundworks. Oh, yeah. And she said her mother needed some T111 siding, and she'd had some problems with some other contractors in the past, and she, she needed some help. And I called Bill Burkhart, Jr., from Kangaroo, because he's out in, out in her area, and we know how great a job they do, not just roofing, but siding as well. Uh, Talked to, talk to Bill quite a bit lately. They're banging. They've got some great 0% um, interest financing options, so if you're thinking you may need new roof, new siding, whatever it is, you want to consider Kanga Roof. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us on this beautiful Sunday morning. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Michael Stoskoff, the Executive Officer for the Home Builders Association, on with us to tell us about the show next week. That's going to be a fun thing. It is going to be fun. So looking forward to that. Yeah. I uh, was talking about uh, deck railings before we went into the break, and one of the things that we have seen people do, builders and do-it-yourselfers over the years, the four, generally a four by four, four inch by four inch post will support the railings and the post is generally anchored to the floor frame below. That's 
all well and good. But how it's anchored becomes the question. And what some people end up doing is notching the bottom of that post. And the reason we're talking about this is we got an email from Chuck from Royal Oak who actually asked about notching um, the post at the bottom. And, and we want to make sure that people get this right because at one time that was pretty common. It was, it was very common. Oh, my gosh. Actually, code at I the saw time. so much that. I don't know if it was ever in the code as a requirement. Shouldn't have been. But I think it was commonly done just because people were playing off, uh, you know, the old mortise and tenon construction from barns, you know, years right. going by and, and that kind of thing. But here's the thing. When you notch a board, any board, you basically undermine the entire board. Anywhere in the board. Anywhere, yeah. exactly. Yep. Uh, we see it in floor floor joists, you know, where people cut a notch in the bottom of a board. I, I can tell you how many pictures I've seen over the years uh, of notches out of a two by twelve, ten, ten inches deep, you know, and they're the integrity they're doing, what they're doing to that is is a sin. It, well, here's the thing. If you if you notch 10 inches out of a 2x12, you now have a 2x2. Two two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Effectively. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Even though you only cut it out of one small little piece there, you know, a board is only as strong as its weakest spot. And the same thing that applies with these posts. If, if you undermine or notch the post, you have basically reduced the uh, overall size of the post, if you will, or efficiency of the post to, to structurally support the rail. So we suggest we, you don't notch posts, and you anchor them with supplemental pieces of material in the floor frame such that the load of the post is transferred to several floor framing members, floor joists. And there's and all kinds decking. of examples of this. It'll the surround the, the decking and the joists. Yeah. So you're going to have a, a deck, um, a frame on two parts of that board, usually, of that post, and then you'll have the decking around that board. So yeah, the deck will help. Yeah, the deck will effectively, help. Right. It's not going to be attached yeah. to the deck. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. But the floor frame is actually going to support it. And, and it again, you, you have to run members between the floor joists that are bolted to the post to support them properly. And, again, a lot of studies support the, the truth of, of deck railings being a weak spot, historic weak spot in decks. And, of course, when a deck railing fails, someone's going to fall off the deck and maybe be injured or worse. Happens on a regular basis, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people do it right. Uh, let's see. How much time we got? Uh, we got a few times. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. We had an email this week, Chuck, someone asking about the moss. What's the best way to get rid of all the moss? and to clean up a paver patio. And I, I had a hard time with this one because without a power washer, it's really hard to get something that, like that clean without using certain chemical, um, like an yeah, muratic acid. Yeah, masonry is so porous that when right. that moss takes hold, it's down into And that's one thing we love about power washers because as you're cleaning it, I you agree. can just see it come right out yeah. as you're cleaning it. Kind of fun, actually. But people are afraid. <laughs> a lot of people are afraid, as they should be, of power washers. Yep. I mean, they can, they can injure and they can do damage. <laughs> but the suggestion we gave her was basically a 10% muratic acid solution and a scrub brush. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to get that stuff up. Um, maybe, and that'll do it well. And maybe a concrobium at first will kill that moss. Yeah. But to clean it, you're going to need a, a muratic acid solution. Now, they sell muratic acid at any Ace Hardware, at any hardware store. What you don't ever want to do is smell straight out of the bottle, okay? Because people, people your tend eyes. to do that. They'll grab a bottle and they want to smell it. 
that will knock you on your backside if you tried if you take a good whiff of that. But you want a very light solution. So something like that, we would say 10% muriatic acid and 20% water. And as you put it on, you'll see it working. It'll start actually foaming up, and you'll know it's working. If you splash any on, you walk over to the hose, wash it off. You know, where it always reminds me of when you mom used to put hydrogen peroxide on a sliver. Yep. Where how that used to foam and bubble yeah, exactly, around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And that's what you're going to see. But when it comes to cleaning concrete or pavers or anything like that, that's our best suggestion. The caveat being before you seal that. Because once you, once you get rid of all that dirt, the way to keep it off is to put a good sealer on it. If you have a good sealer on top of that concrete, masonry, pavers, whatever it will be, the algae will not be able to take as hold as much. But before you put that sealer on, make sure it's rinsed. You have all that muriatic acid off or any other chemical you may have, may have used because what will wind up happening if you don't is you could have a chemical reaction on top of that exactly. patio and it could turn all sorts of ugly colors and then you're talking stripping it again. Yeah, so so a lot of people have made things worse by doing stuff like that. And people will, will buy sealers and put it on too heavy as yes. well. Yes, really thin Thank you. coats. That is so important. It is so important. Yeah, yeah, that's another one of those. And and again, if you put it on too heavy and it cures, now you got a real chore in front of you. Yeah, making it look good again. You can get that milky, cloudy finish, and, and it's tough to get rid of. It is. That. It is. You know, and everyone understand the proper sealers for the proper applications. Um, nowadays, there's too many breathable sealers, not to use them. I mean, yeah. really, they're they're, I agree. They're, just, they're just the best sealers out there. Yeah, water based. Water based. Because yeah. take a look at your most of the concrete or pavers that you see out there, even at your house, are under the grade. By a little bit, the grass is growing over them. So that allows the water to get up underneath them. And if you use a uh, uh, oh, acrylic, pure acrylic base, that water, or that water won't be able to breathe out, and you'll get the yellowing. So you want to make sure it's able to breathe out of underneath the patio, yep. whether they're pavers or concrete. Um, a good product we recommend is Vexcon, V-E-X-C-O-N. Yep. They have several different products, so you want to make sure, like you said, you get the one... And then you got to make sure you do what you said, which is put it on thin. We'd rather see you put it on thin and do a couple coats than to put it on real thick and let it puddle up. Witcha. Well yeah. stated. I mean, okay. that is so, so important. And then we encourage anybody that's doing any kind of retaining wall to uh, go oh. to our article yeah. <laughs> from Friday's what Detroit a, News. What a great picture that was, too, for the article. I, I, well, you don't see a lot of those anymore. It's like the, the retaining walls they're making in screens. Well, they'll make these giant screen baskets. Oh, the baskets, baskets, yeah. Yeah, and they'll fill them full of the washed stone, the washed two-inch stone. Yep. That's such a cool look. I really like that. You know what? And it's becoming popular. We referenced it in the article. Uh, It's a very natural uh, retaining wall. And literally, I remember the first time I saw those, you you probably did too, driving to Florida through some of the... uh, Southern states with the with the mountains, you know, the road cut through the mountains. Yes, exactly. You saw this huge yeah. basket with rocks. Well, you can do a version of those uh, in your backyard, and literally that's, that is a do-it-yourself project. But here's the cool thing. They're well-drained, which is important for a retaining wall, mm-hmm. and they can support uh, the roots of plants if you want to plant 
plants in the retaining wall and it won't undermine the wall. You know, normally we would never recommend you plant ivy, you know, right. on a retaining right, wall. Right, right, right. So they're a cool thing. We'll have to talk more about that. Well, I did, I did over 60 feet of retaining wall this week. Did you? And I used felt on everything. Wowzer. And no, no, out of the four guys that were working, not one digit was crushed. Not one. And that's... Unusual. Builders always hold their hands up. <laughs> kept all of our fingers. Well, when you're when you're working with those boulders, I kept you know, you know watch your hands, watch your hands, watch your hands. <laughs> but we got, but we put felt behind everything because that is so important. Putting that fabric behind the retaining walls when it's holding back something. Can't say enough about how important that is. Hey, if you're looking to make sure that your house is beautiful going into this uh, spring and summer, we want to make sure that you deal with a company that will guarantee the work and do a beautiful job. And for us, performance remodeling is the answer or the solution. Laughing and learning with the Inside Outside guys right here on News Talk 760 WJR. <laughs> on the phone with us right now, we have uh, Mr. Michael Staskoff, the Executive Officer of the Southeastern Michigan Home Builders Association. And we are going to actually be excited to see Mike next weekend, aren't we? Normally, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but next week, Mike, we're going to be really excited to see you. How you doing, buddy? We're going to actually be excited to see him. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, I, <laughs> and I, I, I might be excited to see you guys, too. What the heck? Hey, uh, no, it's going to be absolutely great. I can't believe we're finally to the Sunday before the Tuesday of move-in, and then uh, next Friday, Novi Home Show at Suburban Collection Showplace on Grand River between Beck and Novi Roads is open again for business. Friday, Thursday, and, it, and Sunday. Boy, it's really exciting. And it's going to happen, isn't it? There's no two ways um, about it. Come on, Mike. It's just, just, just about no, do, no, no two ways about it. I, I mean, you know, unless there is some sort of shutdown. But, you know, the case numbers are now coming down dramatically, um, which is a great thing. Um, expected that they were going to. I wish they would have come down that dramatically. They're never even gone up, right, in the springtime. But they're coming down. Um, you know, and, and really this home show is about small business. Um, you know, through this entire pandemic, the large businesses have done okay. Um, stores remained open and everything. It was the small businesses that got hit. And that's really what our home show is about. It's about promoting small business that take care of home improvement. You know, sort of like you guys say, from the front curb to the back fence and the, the basement to the ceiling or the roof, right? It's Close enough. And that's really what the home show is about. So. Um, yeah, I, pro I probably really ruined your whole branding there, right? I'm, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, Mike, um, if it wasn't but, you. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. But, you know, it's, it, it's, that kind, it's that kind of thing, right? And uh, this is how those businesses advertise. This is how they promote their businesses, and they get the leads that, that lead to the business and getting your listeners uh, to the home improvement solutions that they need. So what, what kind of uh, people you got there that our listeners can plan on interacting with, Mike? Well, you know, the, the Spring Home and Garden Show uh, is 
termed that for a very big reason. Uh, it's been a popular feature for so oh so many years, and that is the landscape features, and we're going to have a lot of them again this year. And uh, even though a lot of our landscapers are busy, and usually we hold our show a little bit earlier in April, right, because you get the end of April, early May, and, and work is starting, right? So, um, But we, we got a lot of our landscapers that want to make sure that, that people know they're still around. Um, but then we have all the exact same kind of exhibitors that you come to expect um, at a home show. And again, just about everything you need for your house. And, and heaven knows, we've been living in our houses quite a bit the last year. Um, there's probably something that's beginning to bug you other than the spouse who's blinking too loud, right? So it's time <laughs> It's it's time that's to, uh, yeah, I know my wife has finally said, you know, you're in my office space. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, you need to you need to find some other space to go to. So, uh, and I love her to death. She loves me to death. But it's time to time to move on, right? So, yeah, but you exactly. you know that there's things that to you need to get done, right? So, yeah, love exactly. is fed by distance. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all understand. Hey, hey, Mike, do us a favor because you know there are people who are nervous to go outside. What kind of things are you going to be doing at the show? to give people a little peace of mind that everything's safe when they come to the show. You bet. You bet. So number one, and, and most importantly, and we've been working with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and Oakland County Health and Human Services actually since before Labor Day of last year, because we really wanted to try to have a, a fall home show. We weren't able to get that to occur. Um, but finally, when they did approve this, they approved it to retail shopping guidelines, which we had been recommending. We're going to have wider aisles than you would experience at a Home Depot or a Lowe's, Menards. Um, you know, definitely wider than a Myers or Kroger or any grocery store. Um, so number one, that helps in the social distancing. Two, I think people are used to sort of staying sort of separated from other people. You know, it's not going to be jam-packed. Um, but we're using all 300,000 square feet to achieve that, that spacing. Um, but we've also uh, we had gotten a grant from the state of Michigan, and so um, and we had to put money in to do that too. So we've got 50,000 face masks, um, face masks just like if you go into Kroger, Meyer, anywhere else, face masks are required. We have 20 hand san hand sanitizing stations to augment what the uh, center might be doing with respect to that. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's what we're doing. Obviously, we're asking folks that if you don't feel well, if you just tested positive for COVID, you've been on a plane the last couple of weeks, you're coming back from an international destination, don't come out to the show. I really wish you could um, go online, see the exhibitors that we have there, go to their websites. But if you haven't had that, if you've had your vaccine, um, if you've already had COVID and you've got antibodies and you've recovered, um, come out. You can do it safely. Um, again, it's just like going to the grocery store, going to Walmart. Um, but now you're coming out to support local businesses in southeastern Michigan. All part of getting back to normal. Yeah. Are any of your other vendors going to be there uh, with uh, food, sandwiches, drinks? That's all you ever think about. I know. Is, hey, man's got to think. Go to these places. <laughs> man's got. If it was anybody but you guys. No. So. Um, Anyways, we got uh, the the way the uh, health current epidemic orders are. Uh, food will be available, so good news, Chuck. Food will be available. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll be there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but the, as far as some of the vendors doing that, you, so you can't have the samples and things of that nature, but there will be designated food areas. It can be limited up to 100 people. The venue runs that. Um, so they'll take care of all that. While you're seated, you don't have to wear a mask. Obviously, it's impossible to eat food with a mask on. So, um, But you can't take food and drink. Chuck, bad news here. Alert. You can't take food and drink out of that area either. So, um, so, that, so we, we know where Chuck will be. If you can't find Chuck, go look over there. That's where he'll go be. Go buy the food. That's Chuck right. never takes the go box home. It'll finish it all right there. He'll, <laughs> Absolutely. He'll polish it off right there. Mike, we are very much, very, very much looking forward to uh, seeing you and everyone else next weekend at the Suburban Collection Showplace. But you had. You had um, teased us with a certain code that I think I only, did. only a certain few people can, can use, right? <laughs> the, the privileged listeners of the Inside Outside guys are welcome to go online to novihomeshow.com. And there you're going to see a little banner that says, skip the line, shop on, buy your tickets online. Click on that, and when you click on get tickets or start my order, um, it's going to there's a link or a box for a discount code. All you have to type in is guys, G U Y S 21 guys, 21 well, uppercase, lowercase. Doesn't matter. That's your it's age. IQ. And, it's your uh, IQ. <laughs> and you put it in and you can get, <laughs> and you can get, and you can get up to two free tickets. So, um, go online now. Uh, it'll be active all the way through the show right now. We've got limited to 500 tickets. So the first 250, uh, listeners would be able to do that, but I'll keep track of that, you know, and I know how to get in there. I sort of messed up the system a couple of weeks ago, but I know how to get in there and we can change that quantity if we need to really. So God bless you. Um, so you can restock it. So I, I could restock. There you go. Restocking. That's uh, it's been a while since <laughs> I've had to do restocking. So I'd look forward to it. We are excited about it, Mike. We can't wait to be there and share it with you. Okay, 2 to 8 on Friday, 10 to 8 on Saturday, and uh, 10 to 5 on Sunday. Um, if you can't take advantage of the, uh, you know, listeners can't take advantage, you can buy the tickets online. There are $2 off coupons available on the Home Show website and in papers. Um, and, uh, you know, come on out to the show. Also, $5 after 5. So, um, you know, if you can't really make your plans, and then you say, hey, man, it's 5 o'clock. What should we do? Well, 5 o'clock on Friday, 5 o'clock on Saturday, come out to the home show. Um, you have to pay for parking, but then $5 ticket to get in, you got three hours to enjoy the show. We are looking forward to getting back to normal and attending the Novi Home Show because we've always said these home shows always recharge our batteries. They, they, do. they always recharge our batteries. And Chuck's battery is looking really low. So, Mike, Michael Stoskoff, thank you so much. Uh, greatly appreciate you coming on and telling everyone about this. We'll keep telling the people about the code, guys21, at uh, thenovahomeshow.com. Mike, thank you very I much, sir. keep it simple for Chuck. All right. You <laughs> God Thanks bless you. I really appreciate that. Thank you, my friend. We'll see you, see you next, next week. week. Thank you, Mike. We haven't quite gotten the April rains this year, but we all know this is Michigan, this is the Midwest, and they're coming, right? They are, and a crack or a leak in a foundation wall never gets better. It only gets worse. And when it does get worse, you need to call EverDry.
888-654-GUYS. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, the phone lines are open, and the rest of the show is for you. 888-654-4897. Yesterday, Terry Russell was gracious enough to um, sit in for you while you... While you were gone. Bless and, his uh, heart. He, he didn't even steal anything either. Everything was here when I came in. Thanks, yeah, Terry. Terry's a wealth of knowledge, but he, he made me aware of something because I mentioned this project I'm doing at the house and showed him some pictures, and he's like, well, how are you going to keep the gophers from building their houses there? And You know, you and I have our ways. But, <laughs> but he told me something called a gopher smoker, and I had to look it up. And it's basically just, it looks like a, um, a small road flare, and it's a smoke bomb is what it is. So if you've got something in a den, which I've got around my place, you put that down in the den, and it'll smoke them out. And you can decide. Then what? You, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You can decide what you want to do with it at that, at that point. I'm going to take concrete. I'm going to fill in those holes, maybe put a little bit of uh, something down there. to Hopefully you come just back. watch them walk over to your neighbor. And exactly. You know, become their neighbor. problem. Hopefully they don't go to my neighbors. They go to a ways. But, uh, there you go. I just want them away from my house. So oh, I'll go for smoker. And you can use them for... Um, Chipmunks, you know, wherever you think you may have something living in there, oh. just take and set it down. You know, up north they are just oh, I know, unbelievable. I know they're yeah. everywhere. In- insidious. Yeah, so, you can't stay on top of them, and they don't take baits. Right. Actually, right. the one bait that we've seen chipmunks take is the old five-gallon bucket, partially filled, you know, with water and seed floating on the top or of the water. Peanut butter on top of something. Yeah, yeah, I mean that literally is the only thing that I have found a chipmunk is susceptible to. Anything else, they leave you a note. Sorry, didn't work, pal. Yep. You know. Got you. Eight 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 six five four guys. We 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 love your emails. Keep them coming. But have you noticed a trend lately in the emails, Chuck? Um, more people asking about pricing than they have in the past. Yeah, I can't say I blame them. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. But we are getting a lot of that. We just want to say something. To everyone. When we get an email that says, I'm looking to get a um, a new porch put on reasonably, um, or I'm thinking about getting some siding done. It's this size. Can you tell me what I can expect to pay? And the reason Chuck and I have a policy of not doing that is because it, it's a moving there. target. That's a perfect way to put it, buddy. We, we've been in this industry so long. And when we, when we were, when, when Chuck was putting on the siding and the roofs <laughs> and I was, I was bricking up the houses <laughs> and pouring the concrete. Yeah. You asked us, we'd be able to tell you what those All right were. off the top of your head. You could yes. tell, you could quote every piece of the house. So true. Like you probably could Mike Kearns right now. You know, you ask yeah. him what it costs. He's going to be able to just tell you, you know, tell you what it is. But. Whew. Inflation has hit the housing industry extremely hard over the last six months. You mentioned the labor issue. Yeah, and and labor issues. The fact that everybody wants stuff done and there aren't enough people to get it done properly. So those three factors just make it unpredictable. Unpredictable. And and that's what we're going to say every time someone asks us for... Um, an idea on the price is, you know, we, we, we just can't. Because when I was in it, when you were in it, Chuck, and someone would say, can you give me a ballpark? I'd always say, no. Well, you can't even give me an idea? No. Because if I'm too high, you're, you're going to be bummed. If you're I'm too low to and I come back and I'm $5,000 higher, you're going you're to expect you're gonna that You're going to think price. I'm lying to you. Exactly. Yeah. I will tell you, and one of the things we trust uh, with our, our team partners is that you're going to get better value from them. Uh, almost without exception. Yes. Uh, they're people that have done it forever, first of all, so they are experts in the field, and that's huge. Uh, everybody we work with 
has strong warranty and almost I, I think there's no exception to this. They're first person warranties. So if you have a problem, you call if Mike Kearns does your roof, you call Mike Kearns. Right. You know, if Pro Home Improvement, you know, you call Pro Home Improvement if there's a problem. And the first person warranty is huge. That's worth that's worth a ton if you have right. problems, don't you You're think? Right. Yeah, it's, it's all about the value. People don't, it is. People don't look at the value by the time the job is done. Yeah. And and in most cases, it's not as big as a value to someone when the job well, is done. Well, there's price. That's what you pay the day it gets done. Right. And then there's long-term cost, and that's where value comes in. Okay. Well, a caller just called. They want to go on the air. But she wanted, and this is a perfect example how we can talk about this. Okay. She wants to know our thoughts on cellulose versus fiberglass versus foam insulate for insulating, insulating a home. For what? For where? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> different applications for different, different places, right? Yeah, I will say that I prefer cellulose and foam just about anywhere. Over fiberglass? Yeah, over fiberglass. Okay, so fiberglass for me, in an addict, fiberglass cellulose to me they're they're comparable. You know what I the one thing I uh, is a negative for me with fiberglass in the attic is that you're going to lay bats next to each other so you're going to have gaps. And if you use cellulose it literally is a monolithic blanket. There are no gaps. You could do that with fiberglass too. How? Blown in fiber, fiberglass? Right? Oh, you're thinking the shredded blown yeah. in product? Yeah, I actually yeah. have used that in wall cavities in the past and I don't disagree with you. It, it, yeah, if you do that, then that settles into a blanket. Yeah, you know, you're so I, – don't take this wrong. I don't care if you take it the wrong way. No, you're so ahead. old school. Fiberglass to you is bat, isn't it's it? It's bat. And yeah, you know that what's makes funny? Sense. In one of my houses years ago, that I mean, from one of my own houses, we used a blown-in fiberglass in the walls. We had two-by-six exterior wall construction. We stapled a net on the inside face of the studs. Yeah. And then we had a professional come in and blow in fiber, shredded fiberglass. And that was a good product. Yeah, and you, and you wouldn't – you wouldn't do any different today. And they do it to a measured density. Now, today I'd probably, because it wasn't cheap. It's not like I did it because it was cheaper. <laughs> I thought it was a good product. Right. But that was before foam became more reasonably priced and a better value. Today I would do the same thing with foam. I right. would put foam in those walls. Right. And I'd put, and I'd put cellulose in those yeah. walls. Probably before we put the, the, the shredded fiberglass. Yeah. I remember one of the um, yep. first place we saw that shredded fiberglass with that application was one of the home shows in Vegas years ago. Yeah. Where they were blowing it in like that. I actually did that up at the cottage. Did you? I did a shredded fiberglass okay. in my attic. And they'll do it to a measured density, so it, it can be a really good product for an expert that's doing it. The foam, I guess the one reason I default on that, because, again, it has gotten more affordable because so many more people are doing it. And more reliable. And reliable, yeah. exactly. They figured out how to do it and keep and stabilize it in the wall. Yes. Yeah. And it actually contributes to the structural or, structural integrity of the wall, which no other insulation product does. And... Um, um, sound deadening. Yeah, sound deadening. It's a wonderful sound deadener. I agree with you. Yeah. So to me, that the better value tends to be in the spray foams today. Okay. And yeah. you can get them in non-solvent based, you know, so they're a very green product. So let's say this. So so Chuck, your your preference is in the wall, you'd rather see foam. If not foam, you'd rather see cellulose. If not cellulose, you'd rather see fiberglass. That'd be me, yeah. In the ceiling, you'd rather see c cellulose. Yeah. If not cellulose, fiberglass, is that fair? Yeah, the shredded fiberglass. And worse than that, a, hot, a warm roof or hot roof with the foam, yeah, with at, foam. at that point. Okay. Hopefully that answers the, uh, the caller's questions. Had another one. People who want to get rid of stumps but they don't want to call a stump grinder. Um, here's a really good suggestion. I know it works. I've done it myself, so write this down, everyone. You're going to drill holes. No matter what size it is, you're going to drill holes as funny. deep as you can into those stumps. 
and you're going to fill them full of sea salt, and then you're going to leave it alone. That sea salt will greatly, greatly increase the amount of rot in that uh, stump, and depending on the size, within two years, you should be able to take that stump out of there. Yeah. It's, uh, I always think of our, uh, you know, vegetation killer with the Epsom salts. Salts is deadly. Yeah. Salts in concentration are deadly to living organisms like that. Yes. Yep. And, and that is effective. And the only caveat, like you said, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. Work. And so I heard sea salts work really well, too. Yeah. Now, here's what I've done many times with my stumps. I'll drill those holes in them, and I'll spend a day pouring fuel in those holes. Just pouring fuel That's where I thought you were initially. Well, I've done it. Okay, yeah, but there are, places, there are places in the city you can't do that. You I can't be in Royal Oak and burn a stump. No. Okay, you just can't <laughs> no. do it. So what I've done, we'll fill those, and I've, really, I've taken a bag of charcoal, putting it over top of it, and lit it, and eventually just, I got yeah. nothing there. It might burn for 48 hours, but exactly. it, it'll burn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because most of the stumps by that time, I mean, don't do it with a green stump unless yeah. it's ash, because yep. ash is probably already dead when you cut it down. Uh both those work very well. But there's one other thing I tell you. I don't think people realize how inexpensive stump grinding is. I was just with a stump grinder probably three weeks ago, and I mentioned, how much are you getting for to grind a stump? Ah, 150, 125 bucks. You're shaking your head right now. Because I ain't doing it. Me for neither. That. You know, I'm going to hire the guy that's going <laughs> to do it for that. Exactly. That's a lot of work if you're going to try to do it yourself. But to me, that's so inexpensive to haul that giant machine. I mean, that machine's probably a $10,000 machine. Oh. How many stumps do you have to grind by the time you paid for that machine? God bless them. I know. I know. Um, and, you know, you can't really say one stump grinder is better than the other stump And if you're grinder. trying to do it yourself, you got to rent the machine and, and go through all that hassle anyway. So That's true. Not, yeah, you're going to spend true. money to do it. So If you got room and, and you, can, you can afford 150 bucks to get it ground down... Let's get it ground down. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. 888654 guys equals 888654 When we get back from break, we can go and talk to Mary. But we're also going to line up your calls. What kind of things we got on the uh, on the list here today, buddy? Yesterday, when Terry was here, it's so funny because you and I do this every week. We just get this whole giant list in front of us because we're better to have too much and too little. And a lot of times we don't get through everything. Um, but Terry was telling me from Blessed Assurance that they're starting to do the blower door tests now. He's certified to do blower door tests. Yeah, we're going to uh, have an article in the Detroit News on blower door tests so people will have a better understanding of, of what those actually are. Very important technology, isn't it? I think so. I, I really think it is. I think it's a good analytical tool for every homeowner that's going to stay in their house to utilize. So Absolutely. we'll have to talk more about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, keeping up on new technologies is something Every company out there should be doing. And at one point, Chuck, standby generators was a new technology. Oh, standby generators, 12-volt electrical, uh, you know, the LED lights, all the, that was The new water meters. Just all, a few years ago. Yeah, just a few years ago. And um, companies that kept up with those new technologies have flourished. And when you need a new standby generator, you need a new plug put in, you need a switch in the wall put in, we want you to call. Bratcher Electric.
Cool. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're going to go right to the phones. We're going to ask Greg and Bruce to hold on a few minutes. First, we're going to go to Mary in St. Clair Shores. Good morning, Mary. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Good morning. Um, my question is, uh, my, my garage, the trim and the exterior around the garage door, not the garage door itself, just the trim around it. It's wood, painted wood. And where the wood meets the cement at the bottom, it's rotting. Um, it's not huge, you know, about credit card size, although I haven't gotten in there and really dug it out. Can I patch that with something, or do I have to replace the entire board? Uh, two things. It should never meet the cement. It should always stop about a quarter of an inch above the cement, and then it won't rot. But mm -hmm. to answer the question okay. you asked, too yes, late for that now. <laughs> uh, I know it. Um, if you have a uh, like a dentist's tool, we call it a Dremel, where you can go in there and clean out the mm -hmm. rot. There are some wonderful yes. epoxies, and you can find these at Ace Hardware, uh, or an Aco, or okay. Gilroy's, or any of those. And you can you can fill that uh, cleaned out space like a cavity in a tooth with the epoxies. Sand them, stain them, paint them, and they'll be good as new. Wonderful! Oh, that's great because I was, I was debating. Do I? I didn't even know what I was going to do. So your, your solution is much better than any other ones I had considered. So great! Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Is there a particular epoxy that you would like? A particular brand, or if I go to Ace, they'll suggest something. Yeah, they've got them. I mean, Weldwood makes them, but I, I would buy anything that they had on the shelf and feel good about it. Yeah, make sure you read the directions really really well <laughs> okay. before you start mixing that epoxy. Yeah, a lot of those set up really fast before <laughs> you could use it. So, And some of them are pre-mixed, too. But okay. The, the trick is to just make sure you've got a really clean joint and that you do it in the temperatures that the manufacturer uh, suggests so that they cure properly. Okay, perfect. All right, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Thank You're you. You're very welcome, Mary. Very much. Hey, next, let's talk to uh, Buddy Greg and Shelby. Hey, what's going on, Greg? Hey, you guys. Mr. Positive's in the house. Great show, as always. You guys are the best. Thank um, you, sir. You're very welcome. I have a programmable uh, thermostat. Should I switch the fan to make it more efficient to auto or on? What's the best way to put the uh, thermostat at oh, to make it more efficient? I know it kind of come depends on, on the time oh, of year. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm yeah. thinking right now. I'd probably leave it okay. alone for the most part. Uh, you're probably okay. coming and going more than you, in the good weather. You know, you may be cracking a window, but you know, in those bitter cold weeks like we had in February. Yes. Yeah, that's where you you turn that baby on. You know, and let it circulate. I actually okay. take some solos, being able to keep it off. For a certain amount of time, oh, you know, like, like last week, I, I hardly had my furnace on at all, <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, very good, so you I, guys. Hey, thank you very much, and uh, as always, everybody, go for your dreams. God bless you, Greg. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate, Appreciate it, buddy. All right, let's talk to. Let's see, make sure we have enough time. Yes, we have plenty. Let's talk to Bruce and Sterling Heights. Good morning, Bruce. You're on with the guys. Hello, Bruce. No, Bruce. Just like your old girlfriends, he hung up. 
That hurts, Chuck. I'm sorry. That's a little bit too personal. <laughs> it's too fresh. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Yesterday when we started off the show, um, we had an email, somebody asking about help with rabbits. How do you get rid of rabbits? Boy, I got to tell you, too. I, I remember two houses ago. I'm a plant fool. Two houses know. ago. <laughs> How many houses have you owned, buddy? Actually, it was three. <laughs> but I love planting bushes and shrubs and trees and all that kind of thing. And we had bought 10 acres and built, you know, kind of in the middle of this 10 acres. And the first year I had, <laughs> if you liked rabbit stew, I could have fed your family. We had more rat, and they just destroyed my shrubs. They destroyed hundreds and hundreds of dollars of shrubs. And I couldn't find anything that worked. I talked to guys that were experts, and, oh, I've done this for years. You do this. Nothing worked. So I love that you got a solution. We, well, I, we got a solution. <laughs> but remember, we actually takes to another email, not to skip subjects too much. <laughs> but you and I mentioned um, your nickname in, in high school and college, Creepin' Charlie, last week. <laughs> I wonder and, where uh, you're going with it. I can't resist that. I'm sorry. Um, and you and I were talking about Creepin' Charlie and how insidious it was last week and can't oh, get rid of it. Terrible. And we got an email saying, my wife swears that you guys have a cure for Creepin' Charlie. What is it? I said, if we did, we'd be millionaires. Because... The only thing I found for Creepin' Charlie is the... Uh... Uh, Spectricide and a couple others, they all have a product. Everybody makes a product. Yeah, but it doesn't wipe them out. It'll kill the well, plant, right? Well, you know what I found? You've got you've to apply it about six times yeah. in a season. Yeah. Uh, and, again, following manufacturer's directions so you don't kill everything else. And and then it will get it in repose. <laughs> yeah, I've got to be so careful with that. I can't just go do my whole lawn because of my animals. Oh. We're always letting our animals out the back door or out the front door. Gotcha. And if I do something like that, i got to just... Easy for me to say. Strategically, yeah, let them out and make sure one of my families knows the dogs don't the dogs don't go out the front today. No, they go out the back. Well, now, we got a buddy get, get, that, that gave us a good solution, right? Yes, yes. George Lee from uh, Branch Tree Service and, said, and George has been on the show with us. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. And I thought so. It's been a while since I you know, saw this, and I, I, I knew it rung a bell. But natural controls for um, rabbits are onions, garlic, and sulfur spread in the beds. Anything sulfur. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yep, yep. I remember one of the problems I had in the uh, anecdote I shared earlier was that they'd come in in the winter, and if you put something on, like in the beds, but you had eight inches of snow, they're eating everything above the snow. Right. You know? Yep. says here, keep the weeds down, make sure the beds are clean. Don't forget... Um, Take care of the trees. Make sure everything is cut down low. Try to make sure. We're... Yeah, it's up to basically he's saying it's up to the homeowners. Make sure to take care of their properties. Exactly. B- bottom line. And we'll talk more about that when we come back and we'll be taking your calls. But meanwhile, if you've got an issue where you've got and summer's coming up, you're going to have that one room that will not cool when the air conditioner's on. We've got a solution. And who would have thunk? The solution for warm air, cold air, comfortable house is Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning.
Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. 888-654-4897. We'd love to chat with you here if we get a chance in the balance of the show. The uh, lines are wide open. We were talking about uh, rabbits, and a uh, friend of ours, George Lee, uh, from Branch Tree Service, uh, again, who's been on the show with us in the past, also mentioned there's some uh, commercial products you can buy. Uh, Rabbit Scram or Liquid Fence are two that he suggests. And we love hearing from professionals like this because you and I always say it's not the brand. It, it's what the professional finds works. Right. right. You know, because people go, is this name good? Is that name good? We go, what does the professional say to you? Because they, if they get paid to do it, it's got to work for them or they're out of a job. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely so. Right. Rabbit Scram or Liquid Fence, and I think I've seen the one, the Rabbit Scram, at the uh, Farm and Fleet store by us, if I'm not mistaken. That's one of my favorite places to go shopping, man. I love <laughs> those. Where's there one out there? Family Farm and Fleet. Uh, it's it's the competitor to... Right um, off the freeway, yeah. Uh, right there at... Uh, Tractor Supply. Same yeah, kind of okay. exactly. And Tractor Supply is another one. I just love them. Me too. Yeah. Me too. They're, they're and cool they tend to have if if you if you need a product like that, they tend to carry those two stores tend to carry really good product because they serve their primary customer is the farmer, and again, it's gotta work. <laughs> right, right, yeah. There's a livelihood at stake there. It's not the casual Chuck with his you know lawn out back you know to please the kids. It's a farmer. It's gay. If I put weed control on, it better kill the weed. Right? No, absolutely. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. We get, uh, we get a lot of emails, people asking us to send us pictures. And our format on our website does not allow you to send pictures. But if you send us an email and tell us you need to send pictures, we'll give you one of our private emails, which is which is associated, which is connected to this, so we'll be able to see pictures. And the reason I'm saying that, we had one this week where Barbara thought that she had a big foundation issue, and um, she actually had someone tell her she had a big foundation issue. And she sent us some pictures of where her house meets her porch and her house meets an addition that was put on. And it was pretty, pretty, in my opinion, Chuck, easy to see that it wasn't a foundation issue. One of the big problems um, that happened when it, whenever you have brickwork right at the ground level whenever the brick is touching the ground especially certain red brick that's a fired kiln brick those brick will over the years soak up that moisture freeze and start to pop and it's right at the top of the foundation so people automatically assume it's a foundation issue good point and when people see or think foundation issue it scares the heck out of them it should it should but we want you, this is exactly what the inside outside guys are here for. We want you to take advantage of this kind of thing because we were able to send her an email back saying, man, it doesn't look like a foundation issue at all. It looks like a masonry issue. And my guesstimate, if it was a foundation issue, it would have been 20000 plus. Ooh. That masonry issue I saw was no more than probably $2,000. Yeah, the masonry is non structural. Yes. It's a veneer, right. like siding, if you will. Yeah, yeah good point. Uh, and, and, you always feel good when you can respond yes. like that, don't you? Yeah, you're right. You do. You do. We've, we've done it for quite a few people, and we really really enjoy it. All right. Once again, 888-654-GUYS. We're going to go to the phones and talk to Mike in Plymouth. Good morning, Mike. You're on with the guys. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, sir. How can we help? 
Mike? Mike. He said thank you. Not there anywhere. Bless his heart. All right. He must have dropped somehow. All right, let's talk to Bruce in Sterling Heights. Mike, please give us a call back, buddy. We'll get right to your call. Are you there, Bruce? Yes, I am. How are you guys doing today? We are blessed, Couldn't sir. Couldn't be better, sir. I got an answer for you on the uh, fluorescent lamps. I mentioned the new LED four-foot lamp that you just throw the ballast away and wire one end of the lamp to 110. They're between uh, four and six dollars a lamp or seven. Which, by the time you look at it, if you bought ballast, it's a good deal. That's a really good deal. Yeah, (laughs) at about seven dollars a lamp, you'd have ballast again. Exactly. Exactly, and it's that? direct wire 110, so it's, it's very easy to do. I wouldn't recommend homeowners, but uh, contractors should be relatively reasonable to put them in. I like that. Thank my you other so much thing, for sharing that. My other thing was uh, last week I called you, and you gave me a window repair company for my Four Seasons windows. I put it in my 12-digit calculator and promptly put my elbow on it and wiped out the number. Do you have that number again? I believe it was oh, access or accent. Yeah, Chuck does that stuff all the time. <laughs> One second, I'll put that pen handy. I got it here. Yes, I do. It's five eight six eight four three three four six one. And Bruce, please know Thank that you. I say that in jest because, in all fairness. Chuck's a little bit older to me, but our, our, our memory capacity, all of our megs of RAM are pretty full. So, <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling well. Yeah. Hey, buddy, thank you very much. We appreciate your help. Okay? Thanks for the follow-up, Bruce. Thank you. Take care. All right. Let's uh, talk to Julie in Gross Point. Good morning, Julie. You're on with the guys on WJR. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help you? Hey, I was wondering if you could help. Well, I've listened to your show quite a bit and learned a a lot of good tips. So I'm wondering if you can help me with a project that I'm working on at home. Um, I I have an old house built in 1929, and it has a lot of wood windows. Some of them have the, um, the, um, like, not stained glass, but the um, leaded glass in them. And they're getting kind of rotted. So I'm thinking of either replacing them, which I'm not really keen on doing, but um, or refinishing them and having them reglazed and the paint taken off the back on, on the out exterior and repainted and then new storms. Um, one issue is I, I can't seem to find anybody to do that. Um, so I've been looking at replacing some of them um, and still keeping some with the original house. Um, I've looked at some in- wood interior and fiberglass exterior windows, but they're really expensive. They're like um, Marvin brand, you know, which are top of the line. So I was two questions. Wondering if you know anybody that would refinish these old windows so I can keep them original to the home, or do you know of a lesser-priced wood interior, fiberglass exterior a window? Great questions. Yeah, we, they have, are. we have a couple numbers for you. We're going to give you first, Chuck. Why don't you give her accents? And I'm thinking J and E. Yeah. yeah. I would try accent window repair and talk to John uh, Cipriano there um, and, and, and maybe then look at an interior custom storm 
this is commonly done in historic buildings. I know University of Michigan several years ago went through a huge project like this where they restored the windows like you're talking about, but they needed energy efficiency, so they put a, a custom interior storm uh, married to each one. So, I mean, you look at the building, and it still looks historically accurate and beautiful, but it's far more energy efficient. But give okay. Accent a call. You got a pen handy? Mm-hmm. Yes, go it's ahead. It's 586-843-3461. Now, okay. I'm also going to give you uh, J&E, which is Je- Jeff and Ed. They have, you know, they have Larson, Sunrise, Pella, Thermatrue, Anderson. They've got a lot of different um, choices for you. Really good windows. And their phone number is 248-473-6999. Great. I appreciate please. it very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Let us know how it goes for you, please. Take care. Thanks. You know, if you're looking for hard surface, there's one place that Ken and I have found are taking really great care of our listeners, right? Beautiful work, beautiful countertops, reasonably pl- priced. If you're thinking hard surface, granite, you, you name the surface, you want to consider Granite Source of Michigan. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. The phone lines are open, 888-654-4897. Love to hear from you. Hey, I want to remind everyone, like I like to on a regular basis, if you're driving down the road or you're someplace where you want to write down the phone number and you should not for safety reasons, when you get home, go to the insideoutsideguys.com and just ask us, hey, I heard... You guys talking about something called a gopher smoker or you referred to a window person. We get this all the time. We will always get back to you with an answer from either Chuck or myself. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go to the phones and talk to Les from Cleveland, Ohio. Good morning, Les. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. Good morning, guys. Um, and I love your show and I love WJR. You guys got such a variety of stuff. I just stay, like Joe Gannon says, glued to the station on Thank the weekend. So Thank you so much. We appreciate that. hearing that. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay. Um, I have a inset dormers, which why they did that is just for the look, obviously. But that the little flat spot always leaked. And we had a new roof about 20 years ago. They torched something down. But it, it developed a leak again. What's a good way to just patch that? Because we're going to get a new roof eventually. But what's a good way to enter some kind of liquid stuff I could spread down there without putting the screen down and doing all that stuff to it? You know, I got to tell you, way to the seal Flex that. Seal products are really good for They that. are. They really are <laughs> in that situation. Um, let me, I'm just curious listening to you because those inset dormers I never understood either in the Midwest. How high up is the bottom of the windows from the flat roof there? That's, that's the other problem. It's only like maybe six inches, probably more like five and four. Even well, the roofers said, "Boy, why did that stop?" Okay, 
when you have that redone, have them put a single piece of EPDM in there and then make sure the sides are all counter flashed, you know, that they're rolled up uh, under on top of what they call a cant strip like they do on a flat roof, a regular flat roof. And those should never leak. I know they are. We even sometimes would put a, uh, a really slim piece of tapered material in there and build it up just so it slants very slightly. A little pitch. A, yeah, yeah, a little pitch away from the window. Uh, and if you've got four to six inches, you probably got room for that. And then with it, like I said, a single piece of EPDM. But why though? I know. Well, why would they well, even build what's a, a dormer like that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but but what could I put down there just to kind of seal it for to when we get another roof in a year or two? Yeah, buy the just flex kind of seal liquid product. just to spread it down real quick. Yeah, flex, flex seal, seal and I could just clean it and put that on and heavy brush oh, it or. Yeah. Do whatever. The key, the, well, here's they got it. They got it in a can, a spray can, and they got it in a, a, a bucket that you can wire it. I, I tell you what, I'd probably do is spray under, lift the rubber up, spray on, you know, clean it obviously, yeah. spray underneath it and around it, set it down, spray it, and then take the stuff in the can and, and put, put it, it on top and put of it over it. top of that. I mean, that really is a great. It sounds product. simplistic, yeah, but that's a technology. I, agree I mean, that. when when they show that guy smacking that hole in that big uh, yeah. water filled tank, that I mean, he's really doing that. Oh, and that's... we. My brother uh, had what we call a bastard roof, where it just all these little intersecting <laughs> slopes were a homeowner had added on. Yes, and it created a spot that he just couldn't solve it, and that ended up again, in, as well as some flashing and counter flashing and you know re-roofing stuff, being uh, part of the solution. It's just a wonderful product. It is. So, I'm sure they sell it in Cleveland. Okay. Well, there's <laughs> well, there's no. There's no getting under it. I just need something to just to go over the top where I could brush it on and just try and stop that little leak for just a, a year or two. Yeah. Well, they make the spray and the can, so you might buy both. Okay. Well, I'll I'll try that then. Thank you. Let us know if it works. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I will. Really Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Okay, bye. Uh, let, let's go to Oxford, Michigan, and talk to Darren next. Hey, Darren, you're on with the guys morning you guys got a great show thank you thank hey, you i'm in a two-year-old house or three-year-old house up here and what I, with strong winds i'm in a wind tunnel up here and um what i'm wondering with my stove with the exhaust system of it i don't know if it's a flapper that's in there if that's the right terminology for it but the wind is always getting up in there and it's just a clickety clack 24 7 and we're about <laughs> used to it but I'm wondering, I called the builder when we first moved in. It's a used home. And he said, hey, there's nothing you can do. But I'm wondering, is there something, can I get, put a magnet up on that flapper? Or is it something from the outside that's just getting, you know, in, up and under, you know, that entrance there from the outside? If, if you want to sound snotty, they call it a barometric damper. It just It's a flapper that opens, you know, from one side only, a one-way flapper, if you will, uh, reacting to the pressure of the exhaust. And they probably just have a typical rain hood. Does that, that exit out the sidewall of your house? Yeah, and it's at a 90-degree angle, you know, from the brick. And I'm just wondering yeah. if the wind's just, it's just swirling and getting up in there. Yeah. And the probably the best you can do with that is now. Does it exit with PVC or metal? It's a it's a it's a metal. 
you know what? Okay. Yeah, you know, looking at it, I'm out there looking at it now. It, it's either a hard plastic or it's a metal. You know, then it's yeah. got the, the PVC to seal it in. Because one of the things we've tried in the past, because Ken and I are looking at each other kind of laughing. We know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. If, you, if that's PVC, generally, if you can extend that downward just a, you know another six or eight inches, yeah, and and even cut a uh, a taper on the bottom edge of that, so you know it's just not the ninety degree round edge on the bottom of the PVC pipe, but it, it's uh, cut back about twenty two thirty degrees. That should stop the wind from from blowing up, catching and, the wind basically. Yeah, yes, exactly. Okay. And it's a cheap okay. solution too. That's a good solution. Yeah, because I've lived on a lot of sense. I've lived on the Pacific, the Alaska, the Atlantic Ocean. I've never had this. When and we've got winds all the time. <laughs> I've never experienced this. You know? Where are you? That would drive me crazy too. Yeah, I'm up uh, on the Metamora Oxford border, hilly, okay. hilly area up here, and and it's just sure. the wind seems to always be blowing. <laughs> uh, you're directly east of me. I know exactly what you and mean. You know what? I'm in a situation. Literally, my subdivision is crosswinds. When I bought the dirt in there, I didn't realize it was named that for a reason. Oh, because really? we're in the same situation you are. I've planted more arborvitae and pine trees out there because we were we're. <laughs> We couldn't keep furniture on our back deck for the first few years I built that house. The furniture would blow off. <laughs> now, Darren, do you, do you understand what Chuck was saying about cutting that pipe? Yeah, I, I see where it's coming out of the house there, and it's, and it's just like you guys said. It's got a 90-degree cut, you know, and it comes out. I don't know how I would get up there, attach, you know, attach something to it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to visualize how I would do that, but what you might do um, is pull off the rain yep, hood that's on there right now. Yep, and then get a PVC adapter. There you go, and for and just throw away the one you got, and then come okay. out, take a ninety degree turn down, and do what we talked about. Okay, and that's yes, called a what, that's called a rain hood. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. What you're looking at right now, if you're out there, is is, is called a rain hood. It's it's usually uh, sometimes it's a single piece. It, uh, the pipe will go inside the wall, maybe six eight inches, to connect to the vent coming from that fan. And there's just a little. You'll see it's a cheap, sometimes aluminum damper with a, a spring spring mounted damper on there. Couldn't cost more than a buck. Yeah, and there are yep. better quality yep. ones too. Okay. All right, Darren. Okay. Yeah, it's. It sounds it sounds cheap, that's for sure. But uh, hey, thanks a lot, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. No, we appreciate your call. You take care of yourself. Keep Th in touch. Thank you, sir. Good luck with that. All righty. Uh, next, let's talk to John in Farmington Hills. Good morning, John. You're on with the guys. Good morning, fellas. How are you? We're doing great, sir. How can we help are you? There. Yeah. How can we help you, sir? Hey, uh, years years ago, I was at a friend's house, and he had painted his aluminum siding. And it looks fantastic. And I'm kind of in the same boat right now. I got a, I have a, a big 3,000-square-foot square ranch with three-foot uh, overhangs. And the overhangs are what I want to have replaced. And uh, they gave me a price that's just out of this world. I'm thinking of painting it. Okay. Uh, can you hold on during the break, John? Okay, hold on during the break, and we will come back, and we will definitely help you out with this. And 
And not far from John. We, we were just there not too long ago. And next week at the Novi Home Show, our friends are going to be there as well, right? Uh, you mean the people that have a lifetime guarantee on a really great window product? Whether you stay in the house or the next people move in the house, a lifetime guarantee even if one of your brat kids throws a brick through the window, right? I know. It. It's, it's unbelievable, but they're great people with a great product. They are. We must be talking about Window World. Buddy, appreciate you being with us for the balance of the show. Remember, after the show ends, you can take advantage of us 24-7 at Inside Outside Guys. I like the way you say that, take advantage of us 24-7. <laughs> we get a lot of emails of people asking if they can paint certain substrates all the time, whether it's aluminum, whether it's vinyl, whether it's brick. And our response to most of them is, is yeah. And right now we have John on the line from Farmington Hills. And, uh, John, you're, you're asking about aluminum. Is that right? Think about painting your aluminum siding? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. I have an older house built in the 50s, but about 20, 25 years ago, they had put aluminum, I don't know what you call it, but I have a three-foot overhang around the whole perimeter of the house, and that's all aluminum. And I had a contractor come out and give me an estimate on replacing all that with vinyl, and it was just ungodly expensive. And I thought, well, I remembered years ago that a friend of mine had painted aluminum siding, and it looked fantastic. And... Uh, I just wondered how you went about doing it, what, how, what surface preparation you needed, and so on. Good question. You know, uh, typically in a soffit, the worst you might have is some uh, mold or mildew and just dirt from the air over time because it's so protected there. Uh, a TSP solution might, might be your best bet. Now, are, is that vented soffit or solid? It, it, there are vents in it, yes. So you you can't power wash anything. I hope <laughs> you can't paint over the vents either. Yeah, you just want yeah you can't close off the vents. I mean, a, but a good airless you know unit, once that's properly prepped, I would think would be a no brainer for you, uh, to do. And we've had good success. Like I said, okay. just a, a good TSP product is probably all you need to prep that. Is there any special paint product that needs to go on that? Yeah, if you talk to the folks at Ace or, or any specialty store like Mercury Paint, Benjamin Moore, any of those, they're going to give you one that's formulated specifically to bind with aluminum and maybe even has a separate primer for it. And you said it at the beginning of the call, okay. John, more than anything else, it's about the prep. And if you get you get that prep right, yeah, you're right. that's 80% of the battle. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's, what, that's really right I called. Yeah, and I would. I, I, I mean, today you can buy it for, you know, you're not going to do this every day. You're going to do it one time on your house. You can buy an inexpensive airless unit that would do that job for you if yeah. you're going to do it yourself. Or rent one. Yeah, or rent one. Yeah. That's even better because then it's up to them to make sure it runs well. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Makes sense, John? All right, super. All right, buddy. That's good luck with that. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thank All right, you. let's Take go care. to uh, – Let's go to Lansing. Let's talk to Alan in Lansing. Good morning, Alan. You're on with the guys. Good morning, fellas. Um, I've got a question about a sump pump. Um, I'm in an area where even like this spring, as dry as it's been, my sump pump runs real often. And so I'm concerned. We're finishing the basement. I'm concerned about uh, uh, like having a power outage type thing. 
And I, in doing some investigating, I found that there's a company that puts out a combo, main sump pump, and a battery backup all in one, and it's called a, a Basement Watchdog. I wondered if oh, you yeah. guys were familiar with them at all and what your opinion of them was. They've been out there forever. And there's many products, uh, many companies that sell, that, um, sell multiple-use sump pump units. Yeah, the really, really pricey ones are ones that have excellent battery. You know, I mean, that's the big thing with the battery backup. If you get a cheap battery, uh, about the time you need it, it may not, yeah, right. You know, yep. supply the function or you know that that you require of it. But Watchdog's upper end, I, I wouldn't hesitate to use it. Um, are you? Oh, well, uh, I'm so glad to hear that. Yes. And... Are you Go on ahead. city water? Yeah. You know, you might consider, you know, a water-based water backup. backup. Yeah. I, I have looked into, the, into them a little. Yeah, I've looked into them a little bit, and I've looked into the, you know, you guys are probably familiar with the brand, uh, I think it was Eighth in the Hole and that type of thing. Yeah. But this one this one has uh, alarm warnings, like if your battery's getting weak or yep. uh, needs water added, that type of thing. It, it sounded, uh, if, if you guys thought much of them, I, I think I'd be willing to, to look into them even though they're higher end because like i said we're putting a lot of money into the basement remodel and i hate to have the water ruin it it's insurance it is insurance yeah. and like and i'm glad you're thinking higher end you want to buy the better the higher end product especially pumps yes <laughs> yeah if the light goes yeah. out nothing happens the pump goes out yeah and those are integrated which i like yeah. you know instead of you having to figure out how to integrate them and being able to is that right. is that one that right. program yeah. to your phone I believe it says that it does because it was it, it has a little blurb in there about the Wi-Fi connection. Um, yeah, they have so one that does. So I would look at that. IPhone or, yeah, cool. And that's exactly why I called you guys because I'm not uh, I'm not familiar with them at all. And if your opinion of them was, and I and I don't want to put you on the spot to make you know have an endorsement type thing going on, but if no. you're if you're have been happy or heard good things about based on Watchdog, then that might be the one I look into. Hey, endorsements or not, advertisers or not, we're going to tell our listeners the best products yeah. that there are, period. Ken and I, we were just talking about this last week. And that's our why default for this is, would we buy it for ourselves or would we hire the company we're talking about? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And uh, sure. I would buy that. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. Yeah, like I said, this comes pre-assembled, uh, all-in-one. Uh, it, it's a stacked system, so the battery backup is on the other main pump, but it's uh, yeah, dual floats and, and dual check valves and yeah, I, I I think this sounds like what I'm after and 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 thank you very much for the time because I I really respect your opinion. Thank, thank you, you so much, Alan. Stay in touch with us, Alan. Okay, very much appreciated. We'll All do. Right. Now, Enjoy the show very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank you. Let's talk to a very patient Carolyn from Troy. Good morning, Carolyn. You're on with the guys. Hi, I love your show. By the way, it's. It's so, so informative. Um, I have a brick patio wall that needs to be rebuilt. Uh, do you have somebody that really does a good job with uh, redoing the brick? Yeah, we got somebody we trust to give you a good opinion and do the work if necessary. You got a pen handy? I do. Call Joel at 248 Uh-huh. Three five one seven five nine. Okay. 
Um, the culprit is the rainwater coming off the the uh, the roof, and uh, it comes down, of course, um, uh, and it um, it's adjacent. Uh, you know, I mean, the drainage goes underneath the patio, and we had it originally um, draining um, underneath, going out to the wall. But those those pipes are all clogged now, and that's the problem. So, I is there somebody out that there too. that can? Joel he would do that. Help you with that you while think? he's doing the rest of the work. Yeah, and if he can, he can find someone who can for exactly. you. He can at least take a look and inspect it for you, and let you know which direction to go if he can't take care of it. Okay, I'll give him a call. Thank you so much. Thank you. Keep in touch with us. You're very welcome. Okay, I will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, so I want to remind people, go to the NovaiHomeShow.com and punch in the code GUYS21 for some complimentary tickets to next week's Novi Home Show. The first one since January 2020. The first chance you and I have gotten to get out and see people since January 2020. And we are excited about it. I think there might be a loophole. I think if I got two for like... My wife and I, I might go back on a second time and get two, like, for my kids. I think I'd try that. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to go there and sell them at a discount. <laughs> Scalp them outside, Mike right? said he'd restock it if it got down. God that's love true. It. That's true. <laughs> Look, we, we really want to see anyone out there when it, if they have any projects planned. The people who come to these home shows, they have great investments in these home shows. You see these landscape companies come in, and they'll put full patios with planter boxes and benches fountains. and trees, fountains, ab- arborvitaes. They invest thousands into these shows in the hopes that you will come see their product. If not, buy for them, keep them on your radar, and tell people you know them. I'll tell you, a group of us sat outside yesterday. It was kind of cool, but we sat around one of the uh, tables that has a fire coming up through the yes, middle of it. Yes. And I'm telling you, I could have sold 20 of those yesterday. Everybody that experienced it said, I want one of these. And if you see him at the home show, you're probably going to want one too. Uh, well, I got a little patio going, you know, build going Ooh, on. Right there you now. go, buddy. Know, don't tell my wife. Run hey. some natural gas out there. Okay, everyone. <laughs> next week, Novi Home Show. We really want to see everyone there. You heard Mike Stoskoff say they're taking all the safety precautions, and uh, we're confident and we're excited. Oh, absolutely. Fair to say. Yep. Okay. Appreciate everyone. Um, Dave Rieger, thank you so much. Thank you, David. Thank you, Michael Stoskoff, um, Terry Russell yesterday. Thank you for coming on, everyone. Great weekend. Greatly appreciate everyone listening during the week. The Inside Outside Guys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. Because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every day. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.